Sometimes in life, you find yourself on the right side of the line. This looks like what Roger Moore would look like if he had his feet up in imaginary stirrups while he was laying out on a beach towel. Brent, that, that just taint right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they used toilet paper. Uh-huh. That Dixie cup you're drinking from looks like a shot glass. Did your head get that much bigger? It looks like the Unabomber with a hat on. Now a member of the Global Ag Network. One hundred. Well, Landon, we've made it this far. We've made it to a hundred episodes. What do you think about that? I think that's pretty cool. I think we're getting older. Yeah, we're a hundred hundred episodes older. We average what one about every ten days since we hadn't had one in the last two weeks. So, you know, you can't really average one every week out, especially during Christmas and uh, Yom Kippur. So, that's a uh, that's not too bad of an average. How's the, uh, tell me, how's the quarantine going at the Hereford Grain Corporation? Going pretty good, pretty good. Lots of Netflix, uh, lots of, well, I mean, that's really not any different from any other normal day, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now we got the doors locked and got the, got the girls working on a shift and we're just, uh, <laughs> just What are you, a pimp? <laughs> you got the girls working in yeah. shifts? Yeah, is that a baseball term? <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I would. I don't know. It seems like I just use something else other than shifts. I don't know. It just doesn't sound good. You got them working different. Well, no, different time cards. I don't know. That still kind of sounds weird. But uh, yeah. So, uh, are you still moving some grain even during this quarantine, or is that all shut down? No, we're moving. We're moving as as much as always. Yeah, I see. That's a good rail. Trying to get ready for that. Getting ready for that bumper wheat wheat crop coming. That uh, got froze out either last night or this coming evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that well, that hurt it, Brent, on y'all. Oh, Landon, we're not going to bring you very much. We've got um, what the stuff that we do have. You know, it's really still in the the boot stage, which I know is you know you're susceptible to that, of course. But you know, ours is um, not 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 too big a danger. I'm sure it'll take a hit, but. Uh, you know, this year most we had all rye and um, as cover crops, and we should have, instead of burning it down after we pulled the cattle off, we should have watered it up and, and chopped some of it because it was so thick. We kind of uh, made a mistake there, but um, I did end up chopping one circle I had planned on anyway, and it was it was a little disappointing, but it was um, it was kind of cherry on top of the grazing of the cattle. So um, got that done, and we've had some we've had some uh, rye, and um, you know it turned out pretty good, which we're gonna keep it all where we were getting pretty low on our hay inventory so we got all that done and of course i don't know if everybody what everybody north of us is like but we had like two to almost three inches of snow yesterday evening and over the last night landon what'd you have out at your place oh i'd say we had an, had an inch or two at least yeah yeah it was uh i was I quite know if, I know if we had three though well, somebody said out there at Westway, they on the radio, they had five, over five inches, which is hard to believe. I know over at Clovis, New Mexico, I saw on the weather report they had up to six inches. So it's, uh, you know, that's quite impressive. We were getting in today's, what, April 14th as we record this. And the only other snow I can really remember that had any substance was, it's been back in the 90s, I think. We had, what was it, six or seven inches of snow on April the 25th. 
And um, wow. so obviously that was uh, extremely late, and corn was already probably starting to poke out of the well. We were planting it then anyway. But uh, so yeah, we had a we had us a little two inch snow last night. No wind. It came straight down, and it was super wet. We uh run, we were running pivots, and we uh, shut them off before this cold snap hit because we didn't want to run the risk of any sprinklers coming down on the ice so we went and shut the the place down so uh got out of that and you got any field work field prep going on your way i got everything ripped uh need to need to do a little more pre-watering and then put some fertilizer down plow it in and and get it planted get after it huh yeah well that's we've got everything pretty much burned down and we're uh we went across to we didn't really do much pre-water we incorporated the fertilizer and made another pass for good measure and um that's about it really we're we're pretty much full profile so we're sitting pretty pretty happy right now we got we've had the corn planters in the barn for the last two uh two months but uh so they should be ready to go but we're looking forward to that we're gonna everything's been crazy with this whole quarantine thing and um so landon now you live in town tell me what's what's the i've only been to town maybe Oh, once or twice over the last ten days. What's what's the vibe like in Hereford? Uh, there's a lot of people taking walks. Um, I'm afraid that a few a few of our neighbors have it have it com- have it confused that that it's a ten person minimum that you can have in your house <laughs> at any given time. So uh, we've had we've had a few parties going on down the down the street. Nice. That's always good. Did they get busted? No, they didn't get busted up. You uh, know, it's kind of scary though because we've got we've got a lot of we've got a lot of older older people kind of around us. So yeah, they're having a geriatric like are they having like a geriatric blowout or something. What are they calling it? They're not they're not the ones having the party. Oh but. okay. I figured they were, yeah. everybody you bring it was like bring your own walker and your you know your insurer or something. Go <laughs> like douse it down with the little Tito's or something like that. Bring your walker and your walkman. There, yeah, there you go. Bring your nineteen uh, nineties yeah, technology. Don't and uh, whoever has the cleanest tennis balls on the bottom of their walker <laughs> gets to hit the pinata. <laughs> whoever's whoever's TBS picks up picks up the Lawrence Walk Show the best. That's, That's where right. we're having it. Or if uh, bring your own Big Joe Polka Show rerun. So yeah. That, uh, that that <laughs> always that always gets the skirts to drop. So uh, well, guys, as I said earlier, we, this is our 100th episode, and um, we're kind of just going to roll through it. We're, we've got a I've been everybody's been on YouTube, of course, over the last uh, I don't know however long this quarantine deal's been uh, going on, but obviously everybody's gotten their video time in. And of course, when you go across YouTube, and uh, I watch all kinds of cop shows, and I love watching um live pd and i've been watching landon do you ever watch the um those crotch rocket videos where the they think they're freaking uh you know they're going down the street like there's some self-righteous jesus and like everybody else needs to be watching out for them and they're the uh although they're the psychos going 160 miles an hour down the center stripe do you watch oh, those yeah, videos like with, with, with traffic backed up yeah yeah, I'm always waiting for somebody to open their door. I mean, these guys—they think they're doing something special for, like, their God's gift to the environment or traffic or society in general. These guys—all these guys are—are wily coyotes strapped to a rocket. That's basically all they are. They are one side view mirror away from being a bug on the windshield, and yet they think they own the road and everybody should yield to them. I'll never forget one time when I was at Tech and I was on Fourth Street. And I was sitting, I was heading home, and I was sitting at the intersection of 4th Street and the Loop. Now, 
everybody doesn't know Lubbock, Texas. It's a uh, Fourth Street is one of the main streets uh, that goes through Lubbock. It's an east-west road, and the loop that goes around Lubbock is just what it is. It's a, it's a big circle that goes around the city. Anyway, so this intersection, uh, we get there's a stoplight right before you go over under the overpass, and um, this is like right after most of Tech uh, classes are over. And so it's, well, I guess it's actually 5 o'clock rush hour. And um, so I'm sitting at the stoplight, and we're probably, two. there's two lanes, probably, th- I bet there's it's 30 cars deep, and we're all just sitting at a standstill, and this crotch rocket comes freaking banging down the center stripe between the two lanes. Everybody's at a dead still. I mean, all somebody has to do is throw a cigarette out the window or, you know, hawk out a loogie, and this guy catches an edge, and he's rolled up underneath three, you know, three minivans and a Suburban before his head even hits the pavement. I mean, and yet these guys think they're freaking, you know, they think they're Paul Revere, you know, delivering a message from freaking, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Lexington. You better have two and, arms. Like, huh? You better have two. You better have two arms on the on the handlebar there. <laughs> yeah, that way you <laughs> can really Paul get it. That way you can really get a good launch angle when your face hits the yellow stripe. So um, anyway, but the guy made it. But on a on a sad note, we were I was going home another different time, and um, this was on Frankfurt. And uh, me and my buddy, we, actually, we were uh, leaving the house to get something, and um, there was a crotch rocket on the side, you know, turned over on the highway with a body under a blanket next to it. It was pretty. It was pretty, I mean, it gave you the chills because you could hear this girl screaming, and it turned out to be a kind of a, a football player for Tech. It wasn't a high profile, but nonetheless, it was tragic all all the same. So that really uh, never really yeah. turned me on to uh, the har. I would get closer to being on a Harley than one of those things because... Um, anytime, anytime I see those, I just, I just admit, like the videos where they're going down the traffic for, you know, long long stretches i always just imagine that it's kevin costner from dances with wolves when he's when he's riding the horse and his arms are up yeah, they're all yeah. shooting at him they can't hit him or <laughs> or um or john wayne in um true grit when he uh puts the reins in his mouth and comes out with Got guns blazing yeah. yeah yeah that's that's what yeah. you, that's what these guys think they are but anyway so i'm watching all these videos and for some reason couples court comes across my you might be interested in this type of thing and i'm like yes i will so um i got (laughs) (laughs) yes i might be interested in couples court and um so i I went down that rabbit hole and um so that's what we're talking about this uh this week on the dryline farmer ag podcast yes this is an ag podcast and we're talking about couples court now lana did you ever watch um well we'll get this into the next segment um, some relevance but before we go into the next segment we've got a before uh, my co-host reminds me of what i'm supposed to do we're supposed to release and give everybody our information on how you can find this damn podcast landon where can they find you at uh no twit landon 44 now are you on the instagram i am not on the gram okay i am i am on it but that's about all i can say i don't really know i don't know what the big deal is all it is is another all it is is twitter or facebook but just pictures. I don't really get what the whole big thing is, but I am on Instagram. You just got to, I don't even know what my handle is. I guess it's the same as my Twitter handle, but go check me out there. And uh, I'm always going to drop this podcast via my Twitter handle. That's at Trader Brent. That's where you'll find the Dryland Farmer podcast. Also on Facebook and of course the Global Ag Network, check out their website. And of course, iTunes, Google Play, all that good stuff. SoundCloud 
And our Conrad bits are actually making it on YouTube by some magical um, deal. And we hope you caught my first initial on-purpose video for the YouTube channel. So go check out that Dryland Farmer podcast. And also check out the Eat Farm Now. These are some English. These are some English blokes that have uh, put us on their website. We actually had a lead story from us, or they had a lead story that involved us in an episode here about two or three weeks ago. So check out those blimey blokes and uh, ch- and just listen to our bloody podcast over there. So I think I've got that all out of the way. Um, check out our website. It's uh, drylinefarmerpodcast.com, something like that. I don't know. Ask Delaney at, at Global Egg Network. And you also want to check out uh, Moving Iron Podcast, our good friend Casey Seymour. Okay, guys, well, we're going to be back here in a minute with Couples Court. But before that, we've got a message from, I think it's a gold commercial this week. That's right. we got a gold commercial. And then uh, Radar Ricardo and Diego are going to give us their pre-plant forecast for the Dryland Farmer Podcast. All that and more next on the Dryland Farmer Podcast. Hello, everybody. Bart, Kevin, for Gold Market Investing. Let me ask you, folks, do you need something to complement your portfolio in these trying times with the coronavirus that the Democrats have conjured up out of thin air and they want to blame President Trump for it? Get off my phone, you freak. Well, that's why you need to consider Gold Market Investing for your gold investment portfolio. Now, I can't tell you When the gold will go up or when it will go down for a better buy, I am terrible at timing. All I know is that you need to buy gold because the Democrats are going to run this country straight into the ground. Right, Mr. Producer? That's right. At Gold Market Investing, you can buy anything from gold dust, gold coins, gold bricks, gold sheeted paper, not toilet paper because we know how hard that is to get in there because I can't wipe my... I couldn't find toilet paper with a picture of Nancy Pelosi's picture on it. Right, Mr. Producer? I've already forgotten what my name is. Lark, Kevin, or something. All I know is is that you need to put gold in your portfolio. Sure, we realize people have been telling you to buy gold for the last 350 years because we went off the gold standard over... What was it, like 1921 or 1917? We went off the gold standard, and now we've got a $20 trillion-plus debt on the United States debt. Isn't that right, Mr. Producer? Well, that's why you need to call Gold Market Investing and buy gold now. It's the next best thing to Bitcoin. Why Bitcoin? Because the dollar will become so worthless, you won't be. They, people won't even use that for toilet paper to wipe their asses with. That's why you need Bitcoin and you need gold in your investment portfolio. You tell them Lark McMevin will send, send you and we'll go ahead and give you a thousand gold coins that might be worth a million dollars someday at no extra charge. Just put in the promo code LOSER. Isn't that right, Mr. Producer? Isn't that what the Democrats are? A bunch of losers? That's got to break, you bunch of... Get off my phone, you freak. That's right. You know, I can't even... I can't even understand why these Democrats are even doing what they're doing because they're so... They hate our country. Hit me, man. Hit me, man. 
cabrón. Hey, 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 sorry about the word thing of Blanchard. Hey, this is the radar, Ricardo. El día anterior, we're bringing your internet for the podcast weather update. Well, Brent, once again, we're in quarantine. We're going to like pitch a week three or whatever. And let me tell you, man, it's local in La Casa, Vaso. We're all going to go like stir crazy. Like we can't go outside because all the pizza cars are in the yard, you know. No, you know, no freaking the Chicano wants to park in the pizza driveway. Hey, Vato, why don't you move your Cabrero, huh? No, man, the driveway, that's what it's for. Anyway, Vato, man, can't anybody drive, park in the pizza driveway like a normal person does. Well, uh, Vato, man, the weather's been pretty crazy lately, Vato. We've had a pizza snow, like, what, April the 14th? We had, like, two or three inches, you know, and I've been mean, like, yeah, that's what Diego sisters would used to, huh, Vato, huh? So sorry about that. Anyway, uh, so, you know, we didn't really expect to see that coming. I mean, you know, usually it's kind of blowing real hard or whatever. We've had a pretty calm, we- we've had a pretty calm weather system so far, you know, weather season for the windy season. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, as you can tell, Mato, man, I've been breathing in a lot of this damn dust in the house, Mato, because, man, nobody... Nobody wants to pick up a rag or a vacuum, man. They just, like, you know, settle down or whatever. And, uh, like, like, I try to wet stuff down, but then I get all pissed off because I forget to wipe it off. But, you know, man, it's, like, hard to remember. But, I know, it's going to warm back up. Everything's going to thaw out. You're going to be able to get that pizza planter in the in the ground or whatever and get all your corn seed. Hey, Vato, this week, um, hey, you need to buy, if you need somewhere to buy your gold, even though it's, like, really not worth nothing, just try this gold market investing Gold marketing, I don't know about though. It's something crazy. And uh, anyway, this guy like does the commercial. He's like, oh, he's always screaming and like nothing's ever good enough for him. So check it out, gold market investing. But though, uh, I'm gonna get back to him. I, I got 20 showing. But though, hey, this is Radar Ricardo de la Serio. Back to you. Okay, guys, thanks for that report and uh, that forecast. It's kind of crazy that y'all had a uh, y'all missed that uh, snow forecast because I mean it always snows in April, like everybody knows in the Texas Panhandle. Well, uh. Guys, we're going to get into it. We've got our special episode, 100th episode of the Dryland Farmer Podcast. And how do we celebrate it? How else would you celebrate it with a YouTube version of Divorce Court, but they call it Couples Court. And it starts now on the Dryland Farmer Podcast. Okay, Landon. Okay, now did you uh, did you watch Divorce Court back in the day with Judge Wapner? Uh, no, no, he was the People's Court. I, he was the People's Court. No, that yeah. was actual court. Yeah, but Divorce Court. I forgot who Divorce Court. Who the judge was there? Did you watch any of that I mess? We, I used to. I used to watch some of those during harvest when I worked at the when I worked at the at the elevators. <laughs> nice. You'd be you'd be, sit, you'd be sitting there all day waiting on a load. Yeah, that's what she said. I remember there was Judge Mathis and. Judge Mathis. Oh, There's yeah. like five judges. It's all on Fox. It was good stuff. Yeah. Did you ever watch Judge Judy, of course? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was either watch watch these court shows or watch uh, soap operas, and I don't, I don't want any part of that. Yeah. Judge Judy, she's like one of the – she's almost the highest paid – like behind Oprah, she's like the highest paid daytime entertainer in the world, you know, or tele – you know, in the right. country anyway. She makes like – I don't know. She makes like thirty or forty million dollars, some ungodly amount. I guess she's got to pay for all those, do- uh, <laughs> those coaster collars she wears around her neck, you know. <laughs> but um, so how yeah. Does she make, how does she make more than the Cutlers, man? They're they're pretty I, legit. I don't now. Are, I didn't even look. Are they on TV or are they an internet thing? Oh, I have no idea. I would I would think they're an internet. Now I purposefully didn't research these people because I want to make my own assumptions about this uh, this television program. So um. I pu- I purp- I'm thinking 
Landon, from what I can tell, this is an internet theme because usually it says brought, you know, not like as seen on, but brought, you know, it's sponsored by the channel they're on. But uh, all it says is couples court. So I'm kind of thinking this may be just an internet show. And um, so getting right into it, my first my first observation is so you've got this uh, couple, this African-American couple. And the, and the title of the show is Couples Court with the Cutlers. You would think just they would change their names to like stage names to at least get away with the uh, the alliteration of the C, you know. So uh, right away you're kind of behind the eight ball with Couples Court with the Cutlers. Doesn't don't you think that takes away a little bit of their credibility on this case? <laughs> a little bit, but when you find out that you're watching Couples Court with Couples Judges, it yeah, it, it's all okay. Yeah, my favorite thing so far is one of the bailiffs looks like the bailiff from Night Court. <laughs> Who bull? Yeah, you remember? Did you ever watch the show? Yeah, Bull. Remember, Bull was the tall guy. Yeah, the bailiff. Yeah, but yeah, the bald guy. I just know the bald guy. No, Bull. B U L L. That's what. The, wasn't that what they called him? Uh, I have no idea. I just know he yeah. was a bald guy. Okay, I, I don't okay. Know what they called him. Okay, I, 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 I saw the uh, bailiff one time, but I don't remember him looking like that. But I'll take your word for it. So yeah, I think it was the one where the guy recorded his wife getting a mouthful or. Oh whatever. snap! Oh wow! Okay, so Rock, she just said she was eating. <laughs> so I have this, um, and I'll get to this in a minute. But my, first, I've got a screenshot here of uh, the two, the two judges here, and on now on the uh, stage right, they've got the American flag. But I'm not too sure what the flag on stage left is because, I, first of all, where do you think the couples court judges get their law degree to go to couples court on the internet? Do you think they're actual j- lawyers or judges or do you think there's just a couple of folks they found on Sunday, you know, Sunday services, you know, the, that kind of quirky, wacky couple, and they put black robes on them? You think, I mean, where do they, where do they a, get? Is that a University of Phoenix online flag? <laughs> I'm kind of thinking, you know, that's kind of my first thought. University of Phoenix or um, maybe like they did it all in their AP courses in junior and senior year of high school or something like that. So, um you know, I was kind of, that was my first question is what kind of law degree they had. And again, I purposefully did not uh, look up their information because I wanted to make my own assumptions. So, yeah. I just, I just, I just want to know how much these, these white women in the background get paid to like <laughs> make facial expressions. Oh, yeah, we'll because, get to, yeah. Because, because there's no way that they're really this interested in some of this stuff. I keep, I keep waiting every time one of the like the plaintiff or defendant gets burned by one of the judges. I keep waiting for somebody in the crowd to stand up and go. It's <laughs> 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 like this. Is this a courtroom or Arsenio Hall? You know. <laughs> yeah. I keep waiting to stand up and on, circle in that fist. Judge Mathis, he would. One of those that I used to watch. I think it was Judge Mathis. He would have like the fans could could like vote their verdict. No kidding. He'd kind of, he'd kind of play. I mean, they didn't get to decide it, but he would oh. kind of use that, just kind of show what people are thinking. <laughs> so what does he, what does he do before he renders his verdict? Okay, survey says. <laughs> yeah. Guilty. Kinda like a, ask, ask the audience. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. Is you're saying Judge Mathis asked for a lifeline? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Who wants to be a defendant? Yeah. I mean, he, he can't use, we, we already know he can't use the 50 50 because that's the only thing he can. I mean, he's already at 50 50. And um, let's see, 50 50, phone a friend, and um, what was the other one? 
um, pull the audience. Yeah, pull the audience. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but, man, these guys bring out a bring out like forensic phone experts. Man, they get mm-hmm. after it. So yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. So yeah, the crowd. I love the crowd. So have you have you had taken many notes on the crowd? You said there's a lot of white. There's oh, mo- yeah. it's mostly white women. They've got a few. Black, uh, black folks sprinkled in there, you know, African-American folks. But uh, mostly it's a whole bunch of white people who just probably got out of the trailers and, uh, you know, walked down the street and got a casting call for a courtroom. I mean, you talk about having nothing better to do with your time than go into. I mean, I, I'm sure it would be entertaining for yourself. And uh, maybe this is before the quarantine happened because there's more than 10 people in there. But, um, I wonder yeah. if there's one episode where somebody's not cheating on the other. So, okay, since you I'm glad you asked that because I am the the episode I have it on right now. Um this episode uh, is subtitled Woman says she's been with bigger man in spite during argument. <laughs> she says she's been with a dude with a bigger Johnson just she said that just in spite during an argument they had at some point in the past. So, um and so this guy, he's been um worried like uh for you know she he's been suspecting her cheating for the last several however long months or whatever and at the beginning of the relationship she did admit to a, a infidelity there at the beginning of the relationship but um so let me give you everybody a picture of what you got and this is a typical i'm going to give you a couple typical uh, um observations that i've had so most all the time the defendant and the plaintiff both have facial piercings one is always at least an engineer, and the other is always no more than a dog trainer. And the woman is all, the woman is all, uh, alongside all of her tattoos, there's always a. Is always white and underweight, which is really, really surprising in an American TV program. Um, these judges, they're a married couple, the Cutlers, uh, they think they're Mr. and Mrs. Ray Romano instead of, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Judge Wapner, because they're always trying to get in their little cutie jokes that they're here and there and snapping at each other every once in a while. So, um, so Landon, what, what do you think, what jurisdiction does the couple's court have? Because these aren't even state, uh, state certified married couples. These are just like boyfriend, girlfriends. So what kind of jurisdiction and, um, enforcement, uh, powers does the Cutler Court have for couples? I don't know. I was thinking the same thing because, like, most of these are common law marriages at best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. these are. Uh, been... it, it seems like um, maybe they can make them break up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You will not say. Is, so is this like the this is like the overbearing dad? I forbid you to see him from now on. <laughs> you will yeah. not see him anymore. <laughs> I don't care if you are 43, you will not see this person again. Uh, no, I, I, yes. You're grounded. Yeah, that's what, the worst <laughs> the worst judgment they can hand down is they ground the plaintiff or the defendant. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, so uh, back to the episode I'm looking at. Um, so this will be, Landon, you were asking um, if anybody has never cheated. Well, at the beginning of this relationship, this certain episode, the girl actually admitted to it. But since then, he had been suspecting her cheating multiple times. So they brought in this analyst guy. It's a voice analyst, and they have, you know, the whole computer program, and they've got her on the whole lie detector, like they have her a video of her doing the lie detector test, except it's not, I mean, it's basically what it is, but not the lie detector test and what we're used to seeing with the heart rate and all this thing. All it does is analyze their answer. 
And as everybody knows in a lie detector test, all you can answer is yes or no. <laughs> so it shows the video of the guy said, so did you sleep with, uh, you know, Ray J. Johnson in the back alley in his in the back of his mom's Subaru on the night of September 17th in the Walmart parking lot, you know, like this. And the only answer they have is one word, no or yes. So she'll say no. Okay. Was she was what did your forensic analysis say uh, tell you from her saying the word no? <laughs> I'm like I don't know. This must be some kind of Star Trek episode machine that can tell that you know read minds like this. But in this episode, she said she did not cheat. They asked her two different times if she cheated. Both times she said she did not cheat. Both times they said it was the truth. Can you believe that? And she's crying, and they go to hugging and everything. And there's only like two minutes left in this episode. But um, I guess they stay together, and the judges don't ground them, and they get to go home together. And, of course, um, <laughs> they had a baby together, and so he was worried that the kid wasn't his. And since she told the truth, because I'm sure a computer analysis of over one two-lettered word is just freaking ironclad as it gets. So they're going to stay together, and, and you know, most likely uh, the baby is his because she said they said she told the truth about her uh, her not cheating. So uh, it, it's pretty impressive that you can get that much computer analysis over a two-lettered word answer. It's really did it real also, impressive. Did it also take her blood pressure? No, no, it did not. All it does. All it does is answer. Uh, all it does is analyze her voice waves, like your sound waves or whatever. <laughs> it's like how many different ways can you say no? It's either no or <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> you know, I mean, your voice either goes up or goes down, and that's about it, isn't it? Did you say I didn't think you'd show, or did you say <laughs> I didn't think you'd show? I didn't think you'd show. <laughs> Who invited <laughs> you anyway, Jerry? Yeah. You're, what is it? What do they call him? You're an anti, no, not anti-dentite. What do they call him anyway? Yeah, oh, that's a classic episode. So, so yeah, it's either no or no. <laughs> it's either see, basically all they have to do is say either you said a question or you answered a question with a question or you answered a question with an answer, and um, yeah, so that's pretty concerning to me. I don't know. I don't know how. I, I mean, I, I'm not. A, I'm not a scientist or anything, but I'm pretty certain that that's not how that works in the forensic analysis department. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty, pretty, much, pretty <laughs> and pretty much what I've gathered from this is that if you're going to this for, to try to save your relationship, you've probably already derailed. <laughs> Might yeah. as well just, just call it a day. So, so that brings another, another interesting uh, question and um, prediction. No matter how any of these cases turn out, what are the odds that any, of these people stay together or the women don't have a baby by another man. What are the odds of that? And how much do you think they're getting paid to be on the episode? I think they're getting, I think they're getting four figures to be on here. You think so? <laughs> Man, that's, oh, yeah. that's pretty good to be, you know, known as a nationwide yeah. pariah of a person. Maybe not, maybe not after taxes, but well, but that's before, true. Before taxes, yeah, I'd say, I'd say they're in the four-figure range. Because chances are, chances are, this is in California, and they're already taking fifty percent off the top. So I, I, I'm really, really intrigued about how this is a quote courtroom, and you don't see like any paper at all. Like all the tables are clean. There's no paperwork. There's no computers. 
you don't. I mean, all you do is all you do is see a microphone and a bailiff with a snarky attitude and a really good rapport. Bailiff with the, is in. And a really good rapport <laughs> with the female in, judge. <laughs> yeah, the bailiff is in uh, sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> he's got his, he's got sweatpants and a water gun on his belt. <laughs> yeah, so. But, uh, but in his defense, it's the it's the cargo sweatpants. That's so. that's true. The cargo sweatpants. You don't see those much anymore. So uh, over here on the uh, up next uh, section of all the different videos that come up after you finish your video, the next one in the docket, no pun intended, is man notices interesting handprint. I'm going to go ahead and click on this, everybody. Man notices interesting handprints during intimate moment with fiance. We, I wish we had copyrights to these things. We could just watch them and commentate as they go because... How hard did somebody must have squeezed his girlfriend's ass to leave handprints that lasted that long until their next intimate moment? I mean, that's pretty interesting. I mean, who this guy was this guy freaking Matlock or something checking out his wife? But man, okay, what's the next one? Man receives call from. I'm just gonna. So this one says, "Man receives call from man describing activities with his, with wife and his home." Okay, man sues. Lifelong. Oh no, no, no! That's an actual court one. So now there's an actual paternity court um, series as well. Woman admits to six-year-long affair and twelve-year marriage. How do you keep that up? Fiance denies cheating with a roommate. Man says baby is too light to be his. <laughs> oh gosh! Dirty text messages in his girlfriend's phone reveals his dark secret. Uh, hey Brent, have you seen the have you seen the one that says step parents or intimate partners? <laughs> Couples feel spouse is cheating with parents. Oh, oh my gosh! Have you watched it? I just now clicked on it. You just now clicked on it. Man goes on vacation and returns to a pregnant girlfriend. <laughs> oh I don't know how you get around that one. Woman allegedly cheated on man many times without telling him. Well, duh. <laughs> Man dates his best friend's mom and moves in with her. I wonder if she took the plastic off the couches before they did it. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, man says baby is too light to be his. Bahamas vacation makes this girl go wild. Kim Kardashian lookalike accuses her boyfriend of cheating. Boy, she does look like <laughs> Kim Kardashian. These are all... Cr no, there's some black people in here, but these are mostly all crazy white people. No, there's quite a few. This is a, this is a pretty diverse... Uh, oh, man, there's lots and lots of cases... Inappropriate photos exchanged leads. So right away, you should be on the Internet for if you ever put anything scandalous on your telephone, regardless if it's just between you and your wife, don't you deserve it for it to be leaked to the Internet? I mean, if you yeah, don't know any better than like that by now. Yeah, look, yeah, really. The most private, the most private public figure there ever was until he hit a freaking fire hydrant you know in not, what was that 2000 god that was what 2010 or something i mean his world yeah, went from 100 to zero in you know in a fire hydrant what was she chasing after him with what was it an iron or was she going long and going for the green with the wood i couldn't remember so but <laughs> she chased him out of the deal with at least a wedge i know it was at least a wedge so maybe it was just, if that was her layup i'd hate to see her going for the green which she ended up getting quite a bit of green hell she got what a billion bucks out of him or something that's pretty stout. I wouldn't doubt it. But if it, you good yeah. thing she didn't 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 hit a provisional. <laughs> well, she got her provisional later, trust me, in the lawsuit. So yeah. 
But uh, Landon, any any um, any commentary of what this says about our society? Say that again, Brent. I said any commentary on what this says about the American society as a whole. That especially this, this in couples a, court, in yeah. A especially when we're stuck at home and just at any other time, we will watch anything. No matter how dumb <laughs> or stupid, we will we will watch it, especially when it comes to reality TV. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest, though. I mean, it doesn't really take a quarantine for us to watch this kind of stuff. I mean, for real. This stuff came on. True. I mean, if you want to see, so this the one where the man goes on vacation and returns to a pregnant girlfriend, 1.3 million views. A uh, woman admitted to cheating on her fiance with her ex, 491,000 views. A uh, girl disappears for days and is accused of cheating by her boyfriend, half a million views. The worst, the 10 worst cases on paternity court, 2.2 million views. Landon, you're telling me paternity court can get 2.2 million views and we can't get more than a thousand listens. <laughs> we're going to have, we're going to have to start, we're going to have to start an interview program is all I can say. Let's see. Is there any more? Good? Oh man. Private investigator spots boyfriend with his hands on another woman. Okay, so yeah, my my whole thing is is this pretty much tells you how far we've gone down the hole, um, and uh, like, like we said, we're in quarantine right now. Can you imagine? Do you think so? Do you think we'll like seriously have like a baby boom in nine months? Uh, a, a corona boom or something? What do you think they're gonna call it? The corona. Yeah. The corona kids. The corona. Yeah, yeah corona kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think I don't it, know. Maybe maybe a slide up tick. Maybe a slide up tick. <laughs> I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Well, um, yeah, I like it. I I I like to see other people's other people's pain because that's the kind of Christian that I am. So, no, it's a uh, these people. <laughs> hey, these people are probably half of this stuff is made up anyway. But it makes for good television or internet at this point, and uh, you know they get paid. Um, hopefully the kid gets put with their grandparents where they're probably a little more safe. And, uh, chances are this kid is probably borrowed from their neighbors so they can get on television to begin with. So, um, a lot of this stuff you can't make up. So on the flip side, it may be all true. So, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty interesting yeah, stuff. Some weird stuff. It really is. It really one is. Them, one of them said, do you think she had sex with his son? <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Uh, probably a story. Probably a story behind that, but. I don't really want to watch this anymore. <laughs> mm, no, I don't really want to either. So, what have you what have you watched during this quarantine? What what's what spotted your fancy? Oh, we watch we watch a lot of Garfield. We discovered the, the Garfield <laughs> classics on YouTube. My kid, my kid can't get enough of those. And we watched Trolls World oh, Tour the other night. So, what do you think this oh, is going to do? Do you think this is going to do anything to the movie theater? deal because or you know of course this could be this could be a whole new episode next week we'll do this next week we're going to sit um go ahead and write this down landon ways that the quarantine is going to affect us in the long run i'm going to go ahead and write that down so we already have an idea for oh, next nice. week so but yeah like for instance why aren't, why aren't driving movies like kicking ass right now i know it. Or Some, are they? somebody somebody put that on uh somebody put that online the other or on the on twitter yesterday i saw that why aren't driving movies really kicking it I mean, I know why, because the freaking Gestapo police now won't even let, like, um, what was it? Oh, it was, I think it was in England. This lady was just sitting in her house, or her flat, I guess, as they say it over there, and um, these cops just bust in 
because they had gotten a word, they had gotten a call from maybe from a neighbor or something that this lady had people over. And like no warrant, no anything. They just busted. No, it was a guy. It was a dude. Bust in his house and he got it. He got record to, to recording it. And I mean, he just, I mean, just eats their ass out one way and down the other. And of course they have to leave, you know, cause they don't have any warrants or anything. They can't just bust into this guy's house. But I mean, they're, they're tearing the door down and they're demanding to know what's going on in there. And there was like nobody in there. It was just him. Um, so that just goes to the, um, that, that begs the question, um, bad neighbor or worse cops, worse cop or worse neighbor. So, you know, um, because like I said, people don't think that this kind of government state can get out of control. You just give people a little more power and uh, take away more power from the citizens. I guarantee you they'll let it go in the name of uh, in the name of public safety. So, yeah. But no, Landon, go ahead and mark that down for next week. We're going to make some predictions on how this quarantine may um, have a lasting impact past the health side. Like so, for instance, for the movie deal. Are the movie people, you know, I don't think movie theaters make just too terribly much money unless people eat, you know, buy the popcorn and the Coke because they don't make any money off the tickets. But are they going to do more releasing straight to digital video? Or is the, you know, they got all these fancy movie theaters now with the, you know, the fancy recliners and heated seats and, you know, full, you know, full scale dinners in the theater and all that good kind of stuff. So it's going to be interesting to see. We're going to see less travel. So I don't want, yeah, we won't get into it. We'll get into it next week. But, I don't know. It seems like there could be some lasting impacts on this thing. Do you concur? Oh, I'm sure there will be. <laughs> okay. I do concur. I you do concur. concur. Nice. Well, we'll leave it there, and we'll we'll leave that teaser for next week. And um, we hope everybody's enjoyed this 100th episode of the Dryland Farmer Podcast. We appreciate everybody that's listened so far, and we hope to gain new guys and continue to entertain the ones that are listening now. Thank you to all our loyal listeners. And remember to catch us on the Global Ag Network and everywhere the podcasts are sold. Check out Spotify. We're there as well. So until next time, Landon, uh, one of these days you'll come out. I don't uh, come back out to Milo Center and um, be here in person. So you sound like you're actually inside a, you know, a structure of some type. In a, in a studio? Yes, yeah. in studio. I, these remote ones are I'm yeah, kind of lonesome. Yeah, good. Good deal. Good deal. Well, all right, man. Well, until next time, y'all. Y'all stay careful out there. Try not to go nuts. And Tell hey, tell everybody about the Dryland Farmer podcast and the Moving Iron podcast and the Global Ag Network and leave us a good rating and a good review and go to hell if you want to leave us a bad one. That's all I can say about that. <laughs> so until next time, everybody, we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dryland Farmer podcast brought to you by Gold Market Investing. Don't let the Democrats ruin your life. Buy gold and wipe your ass with it. The Dryline Farmer Podcast, All Rats Reserve 2020, a member of the Global Ag Network.